0: Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since nineteen thirty-four, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening?
1: Whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him unto a wise man. Matthew 7, verses 24-27 through 27. We learn about the wise man and the foolish man. Our little children sing about that. And when we think about the simple statement of Jesus, when we hear the sayings of Christ and will do them, He likens us unto a wise man. Let's think about that here in a moment. Thank you to our J-Web, and greetings to everyone who is tuned in to our broadcast today. And this broadcast is prompted by an article I read some time ago titled Strong Families. It was written by David Sargent, printed in the Gospel Gazette of October 2013. Now, at this broadcast, it has a few years on it, but the truth stands forth, And Brother Sargent noted a study by two gentlemen by the name of John Dufresne and Nick Stenett, along with their colleagues. They had done extensive research with over 24,000 families since 1974 into what makes families strong. And this ongoing research revealed six qualities of strong families. And, dear friends, the more that I looked at them, I realized that before me were six good biblical guidelines worthy for study. Let's consider them quickly, but first, a few words about our friends at HouseToHouse.com. We at International Gospel Hour
0: appreciate our co-laborers at HouseToHouse.com, an outstanding website with topic research-free materials and an excellent media section. Check it out today at HouseToHouse.com. That's HouseToHouse.com.
1: Let's begin with the six biblical guidelines for the family. The first one, speaking and listening to one another. Now, of this survey, they found that these families spent time talking with each other. They also listened well, which shows respect. Dear friends, listening and speaking equals great communication. In James 1, verse 19, James says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak. It's been often said, God gave us two ears and one mouth, use accordingly. A lot of truth there. Not only listening and speaking, but loving and speaking. In other words, an interest in listening to others reflects a healthy sense of self. In Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven, Jesus answered, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I have found in my conversation with my wife that sometimes she wants my attention, and through the years I've learned that whatever I'm doing, put it down and turn and look at her and listen I'll tell you, friends, it's really helped me through my marriage. Listening and loving. Speaking and listening to one another in a loving way. Here's the second thing. Statements that appreciate one another. Enhance the communication. Now back to the survey here from Dufresne, Stenet and their colleagues about these 24,000 strong families. Here's what they came across. Family members gave one another compliments and sincere demonstrations of approval. They tried to make others feel appreciated and good about themselves. You know, as I looked at that, I came across and thought about a study in 1 Peter 3, verses 8 and 9, that we could practice Peter's principles. And from 1 Peter 3, 8 and 9, we find to have one mind. That's thinking together. To be compassionate, that's responding together. To love unconditionally, that's loving together. To be pitiful, that's understanding together. And courteous, expressing together. And don't seek to get even, that's forgiving together. Let me give you those again, dear friends. In statements that appreciate one another, let's build off this with Peter's principles in 1 Peter 3, 8 and 9. To have one mind, that's thinking together. To be compassionate, that's responding together. To love unconditionally, that's loving together. To be pitiful, that's understanding together. To be courteous, that's expressing together. And don't seek to get even, that's forgiving together. Let's go to our third one. The third one is to stand firm with one another. Now, again, from the survey, it was found that families promoted each person's happiness and welfare, invested time and energy in each other, and made family their number one priority. Now, dear friends, this makes sense because we've already noted that communication and compliments, or speaking and statements, were the norm. And with Christ, our first priority, according to Matthew 6 and verse 33, to seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, Everything else will fall right into place. He is the no when we need it and the yes to keep us going. I've often said that if we allow Christ to be the hub and the center of our will, everything will turn, everything will hinge, everything will go forward from having Christ as the first priority. Now here's the first three biblical guidelines for the family. Speaking and listening to one another statements that appreciate one another, and standing firm with one another. Now, we'll come back and do the other three in a moment, but first, here's some information about our free online Bible course through our friends at the World Bible School. We have
0: an exceptional online Bible course we'd like to offer. Like all our offerings, it is absolutely free and available through our friends at World Bible School. All you'll need to do is go to worldbibleschool.org and register. You'll be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. It's a great opportunity. And again, we offer a free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Please sign up today. And now let's
1: keep pursuing God's Word. Now the fourth one. A biblical guideline for the family, scheduling carefully for one another. Again, the survey of the 24,000 strong families showed that in all areas of their lives, meals, work, recreation, they structured their schedules to spend time together. Two things to think about here, friends, in time management. Learn carefully and live practically. In learning carefully, listen to the words of Paul in Ephesians five fifteen through 17 that said, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be you not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Now, walking circumspectly or walking correctly... Redeeming the time means to buy up the opportunity to buy up time for oneself like a person in a marketplace, to make the best use of our time, and we do so when we are wise, which is attained by knowledge. Again, verse 5 or verse 17 of Ephesians 5, be you not unwise, but understand, understand what it means to redeem our time to learn carefully, to grow, and to live practically. Let's think of it this way. When we have something before us, let's put it to the test. Let's put it to the test of Matthew 6.33. Will whatever this is help me to glorify God and not take away from Him? Let's think about family number two in Ephesians 5.22 and following. Will whatever I'm about to do affect my family for positive or for good? And let's think about our work in 1 Timothy 5 and verse 8. We are to work and provide for our own, but let us ask, will this job help my family and not take away from my relationship with God? I have known good men that would indulge more in work, that would pull them away, and then slowly things would happen. Let's live practically and put this to the God test, to the family test, to the work test. And the summary is, in light of Luke fourteen twenty-eight through 33 have we counted the cost and evaluated what these things will do with our time. Here's number five. See the positives to help one another. I love this one from the survey, that these families were willing to take a bad situation, see something positive in it, and focus on that. When you think about the parable of the unforgiving servant in Matthew 18:23 through 35 we are reminded how we are to be forgiving when one pleads forgiveness with us. And the father above is a forgiving father. You know, there's a saying that says to err is human, to forgive is divine. So much truth into that because divine teaching instructs us how to forgive. That we are to take a bad situation and see something positive in it and focus on that. That is a great plus in helping families. Here's the final one. Servants of Christ with one another. Now, this survey show that these strong families, quote-unquote, consider themselves highly religious. I take us back to, as I began the program, with Matthew 7, 24-27. Of those that hear the sayings of Christ and will do them, he likens them unto a wise man. Dear friends, we can strengthen our family through these six biblical principles. And when we're servants of Christ with one another that we make certain that we are involving ourselves within the church we read of in the New Testament, that we are walking faithful to that church, that we are walking and doing the right thing. And, dear friends, when we are servants of Christ in obedience to His will, through hearing the gospel, believing in it, repenting of our sins, and confessing Christ, and to be baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins, we are added to the church just like they were in Acts chapter 2. When we see families that are together within the church, they are such a great strength. Dear friends, does your family need some help? Would you do better if you speak and listen to one another, to make statements that appreciate one another, to stand firm with one another, to schedule carefully with each other, to see the positives and tough moments to help one another? to be servants of Christ with one another. We want to help the home, dear friends, here at International Gospel Hour. Let us help you toward that study, toward that decision. Reach out to us and we'll help you all that we can. We'll help you with our studies. We'll help you with the Church of Christ in your area. Let's continue our studies together another time, shall we? Thanks for joining me today here on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends,